Good morning. It's Tuesday, September 17th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, Trey Scott. What's up? What's up? So it looks like the Tuesday podcast each week, Connor, is probably going to mean for us a lot of injury-related housekeeping. Let's start with a big one. Florida Florida quarterback Felipe Franks. Yeah, he's going to be out for the season uh, officially. Uh, the injury he suffered in Saturday's win over Kentucky was a dislocated and fractured ankle, Coach Dan Mullen said Monday. And that's actually going to keep Franks out for the next six months as he begins what's going to be a long uh, recovery. I'm not saying there's, there's a silver lining here, but the 2019 season will have ended with Franks playing less than 30% of Florida's games, which means he'd be in line for a medical hardship and could get this year back. If he wanted to, he is a redshirt junior for what it's worth. Connor backup Kyle Trask played pretty well versus the cats going nine for four 13, but the Gators also have former top two four seven recruit Emory Jones as a backup. And I can see a situation in which as a year wears on, Emory Jones is ready to be unleashed. But regardless, as we discussed on Sunday's podcast, Franks' injury lowers Florida's floor. Yeah, uh, Dan Mullen did beam a bit about Kyle Trask in his postgame press conference. But there is a reason he was behind Felipe Franks, a quarterback seen to have many flaws. And Trask was pretty lowly rated by all of the recruiting services back in the class of 2016. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how he handles this moment. Uh, he certainly played pretty well against Kentucky and leading uh, Florida back to a comeback win. Game's coming up against Tennessee. You think that one's pretty winnable right now if you're a Florida fan. Then Towson, and then I think the real test is going to come in early October when they've got a visit from Auburn and then a trip to Baton Rouge in back-to-back weeks. So we'll we'll know a lot about uh, Florida's two backups, Kyle Trask and Emory Jones, by that point in time, I think. Yeah, I guess if you don't love what you see from Trask against Tennessee, uh, and he does not need to be great at all to win that game, then the Towson game could be where you see Emory Jones kind of get his feet wet a little bit. Interesting note about Trask, he has not started a game, I think since like, I think this will be his first start since he was a freshman in high school because he was the backup to Houston superstar quarterback De'Eric King in high school. And Jim McElwain, when he offered Kyle Trask as a, I believe back then was a two-star backup high school quarterback. He was mocked for a week that Florida would take literally a, a backup mm. quarterback, sort of like uh, uh, you know when USC Matt Castle gets drafted, the backup quarterback. So, but maybe he maybe he fills in and does well. Florida fans might have been a little dismayed to see a video emerge on late Sunday, early Monday of of Kentucky linebacker Cash Daniel trying to add additional injury to Florida's injury situation at the quarterback position when uh, Daniel, you know, it's, you, you don't get a clean look at the video, but it looks pretty clearly to me like Daniel is kind of at the end of a play trying to twist Trask's ankle kind of WWE style. Looks like Bret Hart working Steve Austin's ankle and, or, or his knee in the, uh, in WrestleMania 13. I know, Trey, that's a reference lost on you. Maybe some of our listeners will know. But uh, not a great look for Cash Daniel, and I'll be interested to see what, if any, comment is made about that uh, from Kentucky uh, to the media this week. 
Yeah, Trask is lucky he didn't get hurt. Connor, I'm going to have to start making NBA references if you're going to keep throwing these WWE things at me. Uh, but we'll wait for a few months until it heats up for that. All right, uh, a few more injuries. Preseason third team, all SEC defensive line, and that is a mouthful. LeBron Ray for Alabama is out for an undetermined amount of time with a foot injury. Hey, this is a really big deal if this is a lengthy amount of time. Alabama, of course, is already down two starting linebackers and Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan. They're only getting younger on the defensive side of the ball right now, and they're not playing so hot there. Anyway, Florida State cannot catch a break either, announcing they've lost junior defensive end Joshua Kando for the season. Kando was the number 10 player in the class of 2017 and is tied for the team lead in tackles for loss. And then Texas Tech announced on the heels of its 28-14 loss to Arizona that starting quarterback Alan Bowman, who already has 1,000 yards this season, could be out six to eight weeks with a shoulder injury. So he's going to miss most of the 2019 season for Matt Wells. UCLA's offense currently ranks 130th out of the 130 teams in the FBS in yards per play. And after an 0-3 start that includes two losses to group of five teams, Chip Kelly has a long road ahead to demonstrate any improvement over the 3-9 and nine mark the Bruins attained during his first season back in college last year. Following UCLA's 48-14 loss to Oklahoma, Kelly got kind of testy with reporters on Monday when asked whether he lacks the personnel at UCLA to run the offense that made him two-time Pac-12 Coach of the Year at Oregon. Oregon was a long time ago, so it's, yeah. it's totally two different operations, so... Again, another weird view, like they were going to run what we did in Oregon. I don't. I mean, that, was that was 2012. Right. You had a lot yeah, they had a lot of success with, with the single wing in the 1930s too. Mm-hmm. But people, football evolves and yeah. things evolve. So um, maybe drop that that tape. To be honest with you, I never said when we came in here that we were going to run the offense that we were in Oregon. So I don't know why that continues to come up as a question. To be honest with you. So. Uh, Speaking of coaches in hot water, Virginia Tech is bringing in former Minnesota coach Jerry Kill as a special assistant to head coach Justin Fuente. At 2-1, the Hokies aren't quite having the season they expected, losing to Boston College and escaping this past Saturday against FCS Furman. Connor, if they had lost against Furman, then Fuente would definitely, definitely, definitely be on the hot seat. But right now he's just on the brink. Fuente says Kill can help the Hokies improve on both sides of the ball. Fox Sports is headed to the L.A. Coliseum on Friday to tape their pregame show called The Big Noon Kickoff. One of the personalities featured on the show is that of former Heisman Trophy winner Reggie Bush. Yeah, and the reason, the reason we're having this conversation about the SEC possibly getting multiple teams in is because of perception, right? The perception is that the SEC is so much stronger than perception all the other— reality, Reggie. Perception, uh, no, perception is reality. sometimes reality. But who has been better than Oklahoma? So why is this notable? Well, as part of the sanctions against USC handed down in 2010 after investigators found that Bush and basketball star O.J. Mayo received impermissible benefits while attending USC, the Trojans were forced to sever all public ties to Bush. That ban is being lifted insofar as it allows Bush to be present on campus in a professional capacity, but it will be strange to see Bush talking about current issues in college football alongside Matt Leinart, Brady Quinn, and Urban Meyer in the shadow of the stadium where Bush became a household name. The same stadium that still proudly displays monuments to the achievements of O.J. Simpson, but no longer bears any trace of evidence that Reggie Bush ever played in it. 
Not only will you have Bush on the new big noon kickoff set, but you'll have former Notre Dame quarterback Brady Quinn, a former USC Heisman winner and Matt Liner, and Urban Meyer, who people keep speculating could throw his hat in the ring at some point to become USC's next next head coach should that job come open. And so uh, this is big noon kickoff's first uh, uh, foray outside of their L.A. studio. So going to be a lot of weird, unspoken tension It'll be interesting to see whether they decide to engage with any of that uh, this weekend. Not, not that we have a dog in the fight, but we're really glad that like Reggie Bush doesn't have this stupid sanction anymore, right? Like, because that's, I think we it, when we realized that yeah, he wasn't allowed to be back at USC, but OJ Simpson has his number out there. Yeah, it's just isn't it just silly? I mean, twenty twenty ten is a long time ago. We've learned a lot about college athletics in, since twenty ten. I mean, I feel like people would care less and less. Yeah, the that USC Reggie Bush sanctions received impermissible benefits. Yeah, the USC sanctions uh, came uh, just before everything that went down at Penn State, which kind of I think changed the way people see uh, the severity of players receiving impermissible money compared to some other things that could be happening on at, at on college campuses. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the scholarships USC lost there was kind of like the death penalty as it is now. Uh, one final note for USC. Uh, Brew McCoy is back. The number nine player in the 24-7 sports composite. Freshman transferred a few times to and from Texas. Yeah, he was at practice on Monday. Uh, just as stretching and, and warm-ups, but he's recovered from that scary fever that lasted like two months. And uh, Coach Clay Helton said he, he's got a long way to go. But it's really good to see him back. Uh, Brew probably will not play this year, though. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, we ask that you do one thing this week to help us build our audience, whether that's telling a friend or family member about the show or leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.